0: Welcome back to the Taylor Swift Not Your Parents PR series. I am so excited to get into today's episode. When I sat down to write this whole series or I started thinking about it, this episode was my clearest vision. It was the first thing I wanted to write about. So let's just get right into it. So aside from Taylor Swift's songwriting, I believe her true strength is her ability to connect with fans and keep them engaged. And she does this through Easter eggs, which is a very clever marketing technique. So an Easter egg is typically a hidden message used in movies, TV shows to give a nod to something in the past or a hidden message. And a recent example I'm going to give is my friend Emily pointed this out to me, but I don't know if you've been watching And Just Like That, the so-so new chapter of Sex in the City. I kind of love it, so please don't judge me on that. But they recently filmed a scene in the second season, That's set in the same townhouse as the one that was owned by the iconic Miranda Priestly in Devil Wears Prada, which is a critically acclaimed movie. It's incredible. So some Easter eggs, like the one I'm describing, are simple, fun nods to something else. And they're just meant to make you smile. And some are deeply devised secrets that will reveal themselves in due time. Obviously, Taylor Swift leans towards the second example. So in the beginning of her career, she included tiny Easter eggs in her albums. I don't know if you remember the time of CDs, but I do. And in her CDs, there was those little pamphlets that had all of the song lyrics written on it. And within those, she would capitalize letters of certain songs and they would spell out a code related to that song for instance, one of her songs from the album Fearless, the song is called The Best Day. And I think she gets a bad reputation for always just writing songs about her exes, but that is a misconception. So the song that I'm going to talk about is called The Best Day, which was on the Fearless album. And it's a really sweet love letter to her mom. And the code within the lyrics reads, God bless Andrea Swift, which is her mom's name. So cute. So to discuss her Easter eggs in depth, we are going to use one of my favorite albums. It's always a toss up between this album and Folklore, but the album I'm going to say is my favorite is Lover, which is the first album from her new record label, and it is also the album that comes after Reputation, which we just chatted about. Lover was released on August 23rd, 2019, and the promotion before it came out was, in my opinion, remarkable, and if not one of her best rollouts for an album. So I'm going to give two examples from this album. One is going to be a very obvious Easter egg, and one is going to be a very unobvious Easter egg. For starters, the very obvious Easter egg came to us on April 26, 2019. Her music video for the song, Me, premiered featuring Brandon Yuri from Panic at the Disco. It is the lead single off her album. And while it was unfortunately met with a lot of critique in the sense that Folks don't normally love the song. They often say it's one of the silliest in her catalog. But as you can tell based on this whole podcast, how much I say, how much I love her, I don't hate it anyway. So while the song was met with critique, I believe the music video is pure gold and it is packed with a ton of Easter eggs. It opens with a pink snake, which is slithering around. And if we remember, we talked about snakes from Reputation. This is a clear, clear parallel to that snake. But this time it's pink. And then it explodes into a bunch of butterflies, which is a signal of rebirth. And after that little snake cameo, she gets into a fight in French because the the music video is set in Paris with her suitor brandon yuri and he says to her in french you need to calm down which ends up being the name of her next single very very sneaky and the biggest very obvious easter egg which was the name of the album which at the time had not been revealed yet but i'll spoiler alert as you know the album is called lover and in the video she has a really big pink flashy neon sign that says lover but before it was revealed, she wrote on Twitter and I quote, so dot, 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 the new album title is actually revealed somewhere in the video and so is the title of the second signal, but I haven't seen people finding them yet. So she begs her audience to keep guessing and this prompts folks to watch the music video over and over and over again to find more clues. Marketers." this is genius on two levels. One, it has them watching the video multiple times, more views, more cha-ching, and more articles written about it, more buzz. So money, fame, attention aside, this also goes back to one of the core principles of good marketing, connect with your audience on an emotional level. By doing this, she made them deeply, deeply invested, curious and happy. She gave them a game to play so she could win. Genius. One more teeny tiny example I will give for this music video is within the video, there is a photo of a bunch of little baby chicks in the house that she is set in. And guess who she collaborated with on one of the songs, The Dixie Chicks, which are now called The Chicks, but she literally took it upon herself to include a photo of baby chicks to just give a little hint hint that something else is coming down the line, which is so cool. Um, All right, we're moving on to our less obvious Easter egg example. On March 6, 2019, so just shy under a month later, she conducted an interview with Elle Magazine, which stated, 30 things learned before turning 30. And so she essentially penned a piece about what um, what she had learned in her 30 years of life. And clue number 30, she writes at the end, she has learned to step into the daylight and let it go. And she was referencing how she wants to let conflicts go. And The last song on the album that was released later that year is called Daylight and the lyric says, you guessed it, step into the daylight and let it go. (sighs) I could go on and on. I can make a whole podcast dedicated to Taylor Swift Easter eggs. To this day, she continues to develop clues, puzzles, riddles for her fans, secret messages and photos. She has people running in circles. And once again, it is several layers of smart marketing because it builds trust, it creates a game, and it gives everyone a chance to play, and it gives everyone a chance to feel important. It allows her fans to play a virtual game of chess with her without her having to respond to everyone's move. And today there are TikTok accounts dedicated to analyzing every social media post she has, every award show speech, everything she wears when snapped by paparazzi. People think that she wears certain things to hint at what the color of the next album is going to be. It's a marketing machine that cannot be stopped and it has taken on a life of its own. And she can participate whenever she feels like it. And all of this is not a hey, look at me marketing stunt, all about the end product. I do believe this takes a lot of deep thought and genuine care, and it's for her fan base and it works. Applause for Taylor Swift. <sighs> okay. Shall we get into our next Swift case study? I think we should. All right. I am going to compare Taylor Swift to Mountain Dew the sugariest soda out there on the market. Um, <laughs> and I know you got everyone probably out there is like you compared Taylor Swift to Domino's now Mountain Dew. You are insane. And to that, I say, yes, I am. All right. So we are going to take it back to every marketer's most loved or loathed unofficial holiday, Super Bowl Sunday. On Super Bowl Sunday, I am focused on several things. The commercials and which Pinterest inspired appetizer I will be making and which team I should root for because I love football, but I don't have an allegiance to a team yet. So if anyone wants to give me a team I should be rooting for, have at it. Um, so in the year of the super bowl super bowl in the year of 2021 mountain dew released a commercial featuring john cena to promote mountain dew major melon a new flavor or maybe it was an existing flavor i will have to research that so the 32nd spot it's fun and it features a lot of mountain dew bottles which as they should and in the commercial they asked folks to go on Twitter and guess the amount of bottles in the commercial for a whopping grand prize of like $1 million. And of course I participated. And of course I did not win. Um, I mean, I can barely do the tip at restaurants. So like what makes you think I can count? (laughs) So (laughs) I'm a marketer. Math is not my strong suit, unfortunately. If I did win that money, I would pay for a... Math class for myself, and I would be recording this in a mansion beach house instead of a studio apartment. And the lucky winner was in Rochester, who guessed the winning answer of 243. So good for them. But let's talk about the campaign and not the winner, who I'm so jealous of. This campaign was smart because, for the same reason Taylor Swift's Me music video was smart, you have people watching the video multiple times. And you have people interacting on Twitter multiple times. And this is so similar to what Taylor Swift did and, you know, getting people to engage in a in a way that is really fun and also pretty low effort. I should probably touch on as well. I think that any campaign you're doing, I think it's so important to keep in mind to Not make your consumers do any of the heavy lifting unless it is fun for them. So, you know, that goes back to as simple as when they're filling out a form on a website, like don't make them go through a million pages to get to the end result. And Twitter made it really easy for folks to reply and guess their answers. So, my final word of advice here for marketers is answering the question of how can I promote my product? in a way that builds suspense and makes it fun for my audience and see what you can dream up from there. Okay, on to the last segment, clever copy or cathartic cry. We are going to take the debated lyric from the Lover album from the song Lover. Yes, there was a song Lover as well. Um, The song states or sings, I should say, we can leave the Christmas lights up till January. So this is from one of her ultimate love songs lover and it is also a beautiful music video full of a lot of beautiful easter eggs so definitely check it out but back to the lyric i deem it to be clever copy and here's why it stirred a social media debate it it stirred a lot of people saying well, everyone leaves the Christmas lights up till January. Or some people said, yeah, you got to take the Christmas lights down on December 26th. So it did cause a bit of a stir and it's playing off of a common debate, which again, as marketers, can you, if you can play off something that people are hotly debating, you are winning if it makes sense for your brand and if it makes sense for the conversation. But for Taylor, she has explained in interviews that, the reason why she put this lyric in here is that it is a clear example of the casual, cozy part of being in love. So as she kind of alludes to, like when you move in with someone or you get closer, you start making these really mundane little decisions. Like, can we let our friends stay over? Or why don't we move the lamp over there? Or when should we leave the Christmas lights up and two? So I feel like it is just a beautiful a beautiful sentiment and i really like that she included it in here and i also like that she took to interviews to make it a point to explain why she made this statement in her in her song so for its cultural relevance i am going to say that it is clever copy for sure and that is it but of course lastly we have to take the time to thank our fake sponsor and it relates perfectly to Taylor Swift's iconic bold red lipstick. So, I'd like to introduce to you Vibrant Vanish, made for party makeup faux pas. So, have you ever started your night with your stunning shade of lipstick, only to find that after a few glasses of wine that it's smeared everywhere? I mean, I definitely have. So, once it smears, this Vibrant Vanish lipstick disappears thanks to its patent pending technology. Essentially, once it detects a smear, It completely evaporates from your lips. If it were to be real, it would be available at Sephora and Ulta right now. And you can get 13% off by entering the code Fake Sponsor at the fake checkout. Okay, that is it. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening to me. Thank you so much for laughing at me and with me. Have a good one. Connect with me on LinkedIn. All the things. All right. Bye.